Welcome to The Mud Room, a joint commentary series of Rumble Strip Vermont and The Door Yard. Today, a commentary from Jessamine West of Randolph, Vermont. Jessamine studies and writes about the digital divide, and she solves technology problems for schools and libraries. This summer, she found herself unemployed and forced to use some of the same state agency websites she'd been helping other people to use. This is her story. I live in Vermont and I teach people how to use computers for a living. I recently stopped doing one of my internet jobs and I had to spend some time interacting with websites that in the past I'd only helped people use. I also work at the local school here in Randolph, Vermont, in addition to the job I had on the internet. So I knew I'd have some work that was coming up in the fall. But until then, I was looking for work and while I was looking for work, I filed for unemployment and had to sign up for health care. My experiences with both of those were what you might call suboptimal. Suboptimal is what I've learned to say because people tend to stop listening when you say sucks, but honestly, the experience was pretty bad. Now, when I'm in Randolph, I teach computers for a living. Every week, I'm showing somebody how email works or what Facebook is. I know that complaining about technology is kind of a national pastime, and I know that we've refined it to a high art in Vermont. That said, I think I can confidently state that both websites I've had to interact with as an uninsured, underemployed Vermonter functioned poorly and didn't have to be that way. And I feel like we can do better, a lot better. So the Vermont Health Connect website is legendary already. Uh, Vermont recently fired the technology firm responsible for the website after paying them $57 million of an $83 million contract. So when I signed up for healthcare in June, process that took several phone calls in addition to about 45 minutes of figuring out the website, there was still placeholder text on some of the pages. So like placeholder text is where it's supposed to have the word name over the name box. It'll just say field, a website that isn't done yet, like a website that doesn't even look done yet. Now, keep in mind this website launched in October. I'm filing for healthcare in June. I have to log in to this website to pay my bill every month. One of the reasons the company got fired was because there was no built-in bill paying mechanism to this website. Website won't save my payment information, so every month I type in all of my debit card information over and over to pay the same amount of money every month. They don't take credit cards. This is 2014. Every month, while the website threatens me with health insurance cancellation for late payments, I have to read text on a page that says, thanks for signing up, even though I've been signed up for months now. It's really the threats that bother me. I'm trying to do the right thing. My experience has been that every human I've had to interact with for healthcare and for unemployment has been lovely, but they're stuck in this horrible position of having to support really bad technology. The Department of Labor's unemployment website has been functionally the same for years and years. I've been helping people use it and grapple with it for a long time. This is the first time I've had to interact with it myself. I get that one of the goals of the unemployment system is to motivate you to find a job. And so it makes sense that the process for receiving benefits when you're not working isn't pleasant or fun. But you'd hope it would be straightforward. It's tough to be out of work. You worry about money. You look in the mirror and you wonder if there's a problem. One of the things that we have computers for is doing the beep beep mathematical sorting organizing stuff so that our human brains can be freed up to do other things. Computers are basically calculators, sophisticated calculators. 
When I type 9-10-2014, the computer should know that I mean September 10th and not fail with some mysterious error message where I'm not sure if I did a thing wrong or maybe the website just isn't working. If the computer can't do those things, it's because the people behind the computer who programmed it or who built it didn't maybe know what they were doing. Every week when I file for unemployment, I have to give a street address and a phone number for the companies where I applied for work. Now, in the last 10 years, I've worked online. I have an internet job. I'm one of those jerks who can work from anywhere, and I decided to live in Vermont, which is where I want to be the most. So many of the places I'm applying for work don't have offices. They're websites. I had to pick a job title from a list of job titles, and I looked for director of operations. I looked for community manager. I looked for moderator. I finally just picked librarian from a long list because that was a job that I can do and it was a job that the website recognized. So I had an appointment to see a job counselor, which is part of being unemployed, which is fine. I was notified by letter a few days before an appointment. They have my email, they have my phone number, but they sent me a letter in the mail. I was out of town. I missed my appointment and got another letter notifying me that I had been dropped from the unemployment rolls and I couldn't get back on until I made my appointment. That letter told me that if I wanted to, I could get a lawyer. A lawyer? Every week when I submit my job search information, I have to check a box that says I understand that the law prescribes penalties for false statements with those words in all caps. It's the threats that bother me. I'm trying to follow the rules. I didn't build the website. I have built other websites though, so I know that it doesn't have to be this complicated. The digital divide used to be a problem of access to technology, the actual physical computers. Then the digital divide became access to the network, to the internet. Now the digital divide is becoming more about the empowerment divide, people feeling like they're not supposed to be in online places, people feeling that online places are not for them. If people need to interact with these websites as part of their job, as part of their citizenship, as part of their way to interact with their elected officials and their ways to interact with their government, we need to make access to that as easy as we make every other kind of access to civic life. We need to make it as welcoming and as useful and as usable as every other form of public access that we guarantee people. It's important. We need to do better than this. You've been listening to Jessamine West of Randolph, Vermont. This is The Mudroom. Thanks for joining us.